Hello and uh, welcome to episode uh, seven. 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 Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're, yeah. I keep forgetting which episode we're actually. I know. It's getting crazy. Um, yeah. Welcome back um, for all of our kind of uh, regular listeners. Uh, thank you for for kind of listening in and tuning in again. Uh, and for any new listeners, welcome. Welcome yeah. to the show. Yeah. Um, chewing the fat, the digital forensics podcast, video cast, whatever we call it, where we just talk nonsense. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> but, that and but for some reason, people enjoy it. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's the guests. I don't yeah. think it's us. Yeah. It's not us. Uh, which is why this this episode might flop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this might be a bad episode because we don't have a guest this week um, or this month. Um, Adam and I have decided that we're going to talk about a couple of topics that are quite close to our heart. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, it's getting to to particular time of year. It's November. Um, the nights are drawing in, it's getting dark, um, it's getting cold. <laughs> yeah, very cold here in the UK. Uh, and, and kind of that can kind of affect people's moods, you can kind of get kind of the seasonal affective disorder, disorder yeah. um, sad disorder. Um, and so we want to talk about mental health and because and, it is quite also critical to digital forensics and the work that we do. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, we wanted to talk about that today. Um, so we're going to have a little bit of a discussion um, after we've run all the industry news, but we do still have a couple of faux pas. We do. So, yeah, we've had some faux pas. Thank you for those who have been sending in your faux pas. Um, and we've got a couple that we've been saving um, for one of these episodes where we don't have a guest. Uh, and so we'll be reading those out later on as well. And for those who are watching via video, you'll see... We've gone all high tech. We have. We've a digital forensics podcast has gone high tech. Yeah, because we've now got a TV that works. Yeah, <laughs> but we have kept the whiteboard. We have. We have. Given that we mentioned Hangman last time. <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd start a game, and we'll see how we, see how we get on. <laughs> yeah, see if anyone can guess what what we're trying to spell out. Yes, uh, and and on the back of Adam's tablet, there for those who are watching, you can see just about kind of. Only we had a zoom function. Eh? We've got one of the, the stickers being yeah. uh, displayed there. Yes, chewing the fat laptop sticker. If, uh, yeah. if you come on the show, be a guest, you'll and get the, offered one. And the first one has been received, it has it obviously. Has. Tom being in the UK, he managed to get his a lot quicker. The others are in the post, but they obviously, are. they, they are fly across the Atlantic. Yes, um, but we have we have we've sticking to our word. We are not just handing them out like candy. No, um, they, you know they are going to be treasured. We hope, um, and and not easily, to, not easy to come by. Yeah, um, but I think we'll come up with some sort of competition yeah, on the Twitter page. Absolutely, yeah. And we, who knows? We might get to a point where we've got loads and we need to get rid of them. Yeah. So then we'll start handing them out like candy. Yeah. <laughs> but talking about stickers, what did we receive? <laughs> we, we, well, we've got we've got a couple of things to mention on the stickers, but. Um, we had a, a, a friend of ours, a colleague yeah. of ours, um, who was asking for stickers. They were, they were like, oh, where, where are my laptop stickers? I, I would like some laptop stickers. And we're like, well, you haven't been a guest on the show. You can't have a laptop sticker unless you've been a guest on the show. Uh, and he did hound us for quite a while, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Bless him. Um, and, and he ended up drawing his own. <laughs> <laughs> Which was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. So he literally hand drew his copy of the stickers, yeah. um, very much looking like the the display on the back there um, and he sent us a picture he did um, yeah so uh, maybe <laughs> well I, I think what is a great idea is for a Twitter competition to say the best hand drawn stickers 
yeah. will win an original sticker and we'll post up the effort that our friend did yes we will yes we will yeah. um, so thank you Martin for your efforts <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can't complain now is that yeah. a shout out and, and then what we'll do is we'll pick a top three and then let yes. people choose what their favourite one is I and think so yeah that is a good competition maybe a Twitter poll or something yeah. Yeah. you know how that works don't you I, I do still, yeah. I don't know I don't know how it works at all. but yeah we'll do that and uh, yeah so uh, and I don't know if any of the <laughs> any of our audience remember any of those old art shows and stuff Tony like, Hart Tony Hart yeah. and you've got like the picture gallery it's like kind of you had that kind of music in the yeah. background do 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 yeah do 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 I'll clearly need to improve my Final Cut Pro skills yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then we could do like a gallery and this is like Martin aged it looks five. like he was five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> still better than any art that I'd be able to do. Yeah. To be fair, so <laughs> um, so yeah. So so we'll, we'll, we'll keep keep your eyes open for that competition. <laughs> sort after <of the> stickers. <laughs> stickers. Um, also, we'll, in our industry news, we'll, we'll kind of leap across to leap. That's going to be we're going to be talking yeah. about leaps in a bit. Um, but yeah, we, we um, really really honoured um, DFIR Science by uh, Joshua. James. Uh, Joshua James, he's uh, thank you ever so much, Joshua, for um, referencing us. But there's, we, I think we put it on the Twitter as well, didn't we? Um, it, he's got a sticker on the DFAR Science Swag page uh, for Image Disc Found Encase. Um, obviously, talking about the, what we were talking about last week, uh, and also in one of the earlier episodes of, of during the fact, and he's actually put on the description for the sticker on the website uh, inspired by my own faux pas and for episode three of the excellent Chewing the Fat podcast we, yeah. just, we read that and it was just like oh Joshua thank you so much yeah. <laughs> it's really nice of you to say well I personally have to have that sticker because I've yep. done it yep. yep yep absolutely so I think we've we've all been there that rite of passage um, so what we're going to do um, as a thanks uh, we're going to get the link for the sticker for the swag and we're going to put it into the description so uh, if you would like to go and purchase the sticker fantastic Um, and it's great if you could go and buy some of the swag Um, Joshua does some brilliant work with DFIR Science there's some really great YouTube uh, tutorials videos and things on different parts of digital forensics and incident response Um, he's a a very nice guy as well and uh, yeah all the all the money that kind of generates from the swag page uh, just kind of helps fund that, research that, and, yeah, yeah. And, and just kind of does it kind of keeps the DFIR science site going so um, yeah go check it out and, and yeah. see if there's any cool swag I think it's good for a DFU to have a collection of them ready for when the new person makes that mistake which they will yeah and then they can be handed the sticker of honour that's it yeah, yeah. they can kind of stick it yeah stick it on their desk or their, yeah. their laptop or whatever and just be like yep you've earned this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've imaged your own hard drive well done <laughs> yeah what, why FTK defaults do you see I don't know Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But, oh, well. Yeah. I don't want them to change it now because people will stop doing it. They will do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite fun. <laughs> Thankfully, it stopped once I worked out using Command Line FTK yes. Manager. Yes, yeah. absolutely. If you haven't done Command Line FTK Manager, go and give it a try. Yeah. Um, it's actually quite cool, quite fun, and it's nice to string string lots of automation together. Well, one of my old colleagues, Jim Metcalf at PA Consultant, I think he listens, or if he doesn't, he's missing out. Yeah. But, um, one of his sounds was GUI for show, command line for the pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. That, that. That's another sticker, isn't it? Right yeah. there. Yeah. Well, Jim will probably have the first dibs on that. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
Right, shall we shall we do some industry, industry news? news, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um I'll let you do the first one because you found this one. Yeah, so an article by Sarah Edwards, who we highly rate on the show, um constantly link out to articles she does, but she did a presentation at Objective by the Sea, mm. which is where you get to go to Hawaii. That's awesome. So maybe we could do a podcast for Objective by the Sea. Oh, yeah, maybe an on-site one. Yeah, that would be horrendous, <laughs> but we'd do it. But, but yeah, we'd make the effort. <laughs> but getting back to... So Sarah did a presentation there talking about Apple Wallet and Apple Pay. Mm. Um, and as always, great analysis offered by her and detailed information as to what sort of SQL query she's ran. So... Um, We'll put a link to that. Definitely worth checking out anything sort of Sarah does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, please do check that one out because I was having a look through it earlier. And um, yeah. yeah, some really, really cool stuff, cool findings in there. Um, as always, kind of the work that Sarah does is fantastic. Yeah. So um, yeah, go and go and uh, give that a shout and or give it a try and, and kind of give her a shout out as well. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Thank you ever so much, Sarah, as always. Um, then... Uh, Josh Hickman, um, good old Josh, uh, has done another post on iOS 15 powered off tracking remote bombs. Um, and I think he stitched his wife up in the testing of this, I didn't he? I think he did, yeah, yeah he did. Um, another fantastic article, as always, by Josh, um, talking about um, the... It was, he was actually investigating and having a look into whether the new iOS 15 um, tracking while the device is off yeah. function whether or not that can actually facilitate a remote wipe. Um, the conclusion is it can't, can't yeah. uh, which is really good news for us. <laughs> um, but there was some really good advice in there, some good findings. Um, and in the conclusions, he's kind of advised about seizures and all yeah. that kind of stuff as well. So um, by all means, go and have a look at that. But I, I didn't actually realise it was all to do the U, U1 chip, ultra-wide yeah. ultra Bluetooth chip. So um, I learned something from yeah. that as well. So... Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff where he's, he's given given his wife the the device, device and you just kind of see all these images yeah. of the, being kind of tracked, <laughs> being yeah. tracked while the device is turned off. off. Yeah, um, quite scary. Really. It is. Yeah, mm. and Josh had put out another good tweet as well about Android XML files. So they're now mm. sort of similar to binary p lists. Um, and I think there was a Twitter discussion going on, and I think Alex Kafnis at CCL yes. has already solved it. Yes. So, yeah. It's the power of the community. Yeah. <laughs> um, another another legend in his own right. Really, he is. Alex. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so the XML um, uh, binary XMLs, aren't they? Yeah. Um, in the Android side, with that looks like it's really well, worth having a read of that. Actually, it looks like those are becoming more of the de facto standard in, from Android twelve, uh, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. So um, might have to start kind of analysing those on a more regular basis. So so definitely go and check check that out yeah. and have a look. Um, all really interesting stuff. I oh, know I caught you out there because we haven't got that written down. You did, you did. So, yeah. um, <laughs> you caught me off guard. You slipped that one in there. Um, you better make a note to remember yeah. to put that, that link in. Um, so yeah, once again, thanks, Josh, uh, for everything that you do. Fantastic work. Um, and then we've got uh, Ian Whiffin's blog, um, Double Black. Um, he's got a post on uh, iOS 15 um, images. Yeah, yeah, so Apple very lovingly are now allowing people to edit the metadata and location data of photos. Yeah, so take a pic. I'm guessing it's because they want people to be able to organise their gallery and archive photos and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, essentially you can use iOS 15 to literally change loads of the metadata and stuff in the background. So you can literally change the location information 
and the date <laughs> of the photo, which just seems ridiculous. So from yeah. a forensics perspective, you know, it's kind of, yeah. But, <laughs> but thankfully, the original date and time remains. It does, yes. Yeah. Photos that SQ light, I think. Yes, it, it is. It yeah. does kind of amend some of the column data yeah. um, for, for that, for the, for the image. Um, but I believe, if I remember rightly, there's the EXIF um, date, EXIF, a reference EXIF date that actually remains yeah. unchanged at the and, end. Isn't and it? I think Ian found that it doesn't change on the original device, but it did change when the image was shared via AirDrop or iCloud. So that's yes. something to be aware of as well. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely worth going and have a look. We'll put the, the blog mm. post on uh, on the uh, description, as yeah, always. And Ian's done the right thing. He's gone out and tested it. And mm. that's what I would say to any examiner, that if you've got a job that has this, do it. Yeah. Give it a you try. Know. Have yeah. a look. Go and investigate. And yeah. yeah. Be curious. Yeah. In fact, that's what we're going to be talking about in the discussion. It the is. Topic, aren't we? Um, uh, Ian did another article, which you flagged up for us as well. Yeah. So he covered um, geofences. So mm. sort of reminder location. So you can get your iOS device to send you a reminder when you mm. arrive at a location. Yes. So that comes out of the consolidated.db, um, which obviously you're going to get if you've carried out a file system extraction, out of you, beer for you. Mm. Um, is, that so, your, yeah. is that your email pinging? I think it is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that will fill people with dread if they hear that. They'll think, yeah. oh, I'm getting an email. Oh, I'm getting an email. Yeah. No, it's us. Sorry. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, another great post by Ian and fully detailed shows. That he, a slight bit of maths homework. He shows all of his working out, which he I does. love. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Not just straight to the result. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so awesome, Ian. Thank you uh, as, as you know for all the work that you do yeah. as well. If you don't, if you're not familiar with Ian's blog, um, Double Black, go check it out on the links. Um, go and RSS it or something. Some yeah, and Ian's created some great tools on there as well. Yes. Yeah. Has indeed. So go and check it out. Um, I'll let you do the next bit as well. Yeah, so the next bit is about Frida. Mm. Um, so it's a reverse engineering tool, but there was another when I was looking at the objective by the sea, um, their fourth event, I found a talk about reverse engineering iOS using Frida. Mm. So, and I was actually, I actually visited my old DFU the other week and one, one of the lads who works in there who actually submitted the CADE script to sort your images out. Oh, yeah. So Bob Williams, mm -hmm. he was talking about him and a colleague are starting to use Frida to analyse how apps are actually operating live. So mm. sort of for malware defences, it's definitely going to be something going forward and it allows you to see what an app is doing when it's running. Mm. So for us guys, reverse engineering digital forensics. It's ideal. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so go check it out. It's open source, I believe. It is open yeah. source. Um, yeah. The article we'll link to from the presentation, they actually do a run through of how to use it. Um, I've got to admit, I haven't had chance to fully play with it yet. No, so I haven't I'll be, Yeah, so yeah. I'll be following it, and um, probably our Alexis. I bet he's had a go at it. I bet he has. Yeah. I bet he has. So, so if I get stuck, I'll bug him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, go, go try it out. Um, uh, as we say, kind of you know, digital forensics. Be curious. Give yeah. it a try. You know, what's the worst that could happen? Definitely. You know. If you're really scared about running it, then just fire up a VM or something yeah. in a virtual environment, a sandbox or something, just run it, try it, yeah. give it a go, and then kill it afterwards. Yeah. Nice. Um, I have actually heard people referring to Frida in the past. It does kind of ring a bell. I can't yeah. remember who's talked about it. 
But um, I definitely know Alexis has because I'm thinking back because I've seen um, him tweet about it. Mm. So, yeah, so maybe maybe everyone's listening going, well, yeah, duh. yeah, we're, we're maybe maybe catching up <laughs> <laughs> behind the times. Um, but yeah, if you've never seen it before, go check it out. Um, really, really cool tool. Um, then, oh yes, DFIR Science, Joshua again. There's he did a video on A Leap and writing modules for A Leap, and actually I. I watched it earlier and, and I didn't realise just how simple it was. Yeah, it's really simple. <laughs> it's and really straightforward. Yeah, the video, he breaks down every part, what you need to do, what parts of the script you need to edit, mm-hmm. how to do it. Um, he did a great, just quick example of passing one piece of information from an XML, so kept it, yep. you, you know, really simple. Um, yeah, so we'll put a link out to that video because this industry thrives on contribution from everybody. So It really does, yeah. yeah. So go and, go and check it out. And um, you, I, I'm... Even if you're not necessarily a pro- programmer or a coder, um, if you're just wanting to get into it or something, you can actually kind of see just how straightforward yeah. some of it is. So, um, yeah, Joshua, thank you very much for for doing that. Yeah. Um, really, really interesting. And I, I didn't realize just how I didn't straightforward how it was it, yeah. to do um, and how it's you can just instantly get it um, kind of appearing on, on the A-Leap GUI as, as a yeah. clickable module. So um, awesome stuff. Um, there's another one from uh, DFIR Science, isn't there? About there is, yeah. So they're running a competition for November mm-hmm. where they want you to submit scripts to um, A-Leap, I-Leap, or W-Leap. Mm. Um, and the best one is going to win $100 in prizes, which mm. have been donated by Kevin Bagana, Stark Forensic, and Cyber5W, mm-hmm. and Joshua for DFIR Science. So watch the video. Hopefully you'll get some inspiration, mm-hmm. and then you can win some prizes. Yeah, um, and, and the great thing is that if you're writing any modules for A Leap, I Leap, W Leap, all the leaps, um, the alphabet soup, as Briggs called it, yeah. <laughs> leaps. Um, if you do write any modules for them, um, and they they're obviously all going to get pushed, and they do say in the in the kind of terms of the competition, everything will be kind of um, merged back into yeah. the the main forks and stuff, uh, the the main uh, GitHub repository, but. Um, any contributions that you make are just going to benefit the community yeah. and, and other forensic examiners. So, yeah, it's and a win-win for everyone. Exactly. And the competition runs has been running since first of November, runs through to November twenty eighth, um, and the winners are going to be announced on the second of December. There we go. So we'll be able to talk about that on the next pod. Excellent. Nice. And we do have a guest lined up for our next pod, so we won't say anything now. But no, all exciting. We're very, we're very excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, once again, another another big name. So yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, so wow, that's that's only eighteen days away for that competition. Then. So yeah, 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 eighteen days. So you still got more than two weeks. Yeah, loads of time. Exactly. Loads of time. Yeah. Once you've watched that video, you'll see how easy it is. And yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, like like with most coding, a lot of it's copy paste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> copy paste and edit slightly. And you can use Visual Studio hmm. in your web browser now as well. You can. Yeah. You can. spoke about that. I love that. I, I do yeah. love that. Um, I mean, I, I use code anyway. Um, yeah. For for I, I don't. I used to use a lot of like PyCharm and yeah, like I that, use but, PyCharm. Um, but I found it quite resource intensive. Yeah. Um, but now I use code, and and the fact that you can actually get code set up, and you can log yeah. in and have all your preferences and everything, and it's now available in a browser. Yeah. So you don't even have to install anything. I love that. Yeah. I love web apps. Yeah. I think they're so good. <laughs> um, 
I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm going off topic and off ta- on tangent as always. Um, I'm a massive fan of the idea of having throwaway devices. Yeah, I love the idea of just kind of setting up um, web applications and kind of remote content and just having a dumb client device yeah. and being able to just kind of turn it on, log in. But if it breaks or it gets stolen or yeah. I lose it, I can just get another one and just yeah. straight away be there. I don't have to start installing everything again. No. Which like. is basically what we'll end up renting for the cloud. And we've had this chat before, but that's definitely yeah. the way. Yeah. You'll have the same experience on if it's a dumb node of a phone, tablet, mm-hmm. you'll log into your service as long as you've got decent internet and everything will appear the same. Yeah. I mean, it's even going that way with uh, gaming and yeah. like, Xbox and all that kind of stuff. It's almost as if Apple were ahead of the curve. Because you can do, you've been able to do that for years to carry on on each device, but you hate Apple. I, I really do. Oh, hate's <laughs> a strong word. Hate's a strong word. Um, okay, you despise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not a fan. I, I yeah. It, it's it's my own personal views, not the views of yeah. anything else. Anyone else? But that's what I've always enjoyed about Apple products. Well, they that, wind me up. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's the added bonus. <laughs> but. They were sort of future proof that I could do any, I could start anything on my phone, carry it through to the iPad, mm. and then open my MacBook and carry on the same. Yeah, so I, there is. Yeah, I, I give them that. They do. They do push technology. Yeah. They do advance things. I mean, they they kind of force people into. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they they kind of turned turned around and went optical drives. Nah, we'll get rid of them. them. People don't use them anymore. Yeah. and even if they do, headphone jacks don't need those. No, who needs uh, a headphone? And soon it will be lightning ports. What yeah. lightning port? ports? Yeah. No, and that links brilliantly to our next story. Oh, it's almost as if we knew what was coming. Tenuous links, as if we've yeah. done this before. Um, what is our next story? So, Apple Notes with mm. iOS fifteen. So now you can share. A bit like OneNote and mm-hmm. Word Office 365, iOS Notes for iOS 15, mm-hmm. you can now work and share notes together. So effectively, parties could communicate, share pictures, share scribbles, and it's just one of those things that we got chatting about, and our customers generally are quite sneaky. Yep. That'd be a good place for them to have a chat, and you won't even find it. Yep. So um, I haven't had a chance to dig into the database for that yet no. to see you know what artifacts are going to be left but i have no doubt yeah i don't i, don't, I mean i'm hoping from a forensics perspective that there's some kind of cached history yeah. of content um but yeah i mean the fact that you can literally just both be logged in on different devices yeah. onto the same note and you can see live time text being written deleted yeah. which is going up being and used. the the testing i did this morning is me and a colleague were chatting away on the notes app i started the note so I shared it mm. I deleted the note my colleague had no it just deleted from her device yeah yeah so it didn't remain at all so wherever yeah. wherever there's any artifacts remaining who knows yeah um, yeah we'll have to have a look if anyone's listening and they've got a bit of time in their hands have a look see yeah. what you find let us know <laughs> we'll, we'll push it out there could, could be a module could be for a the module. competition yeah yeah there you go there you yeah. go. Giving out free ideas now. I know. Yeah. I know. We should charge commission. We should we? do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I found that really interesting about the notes and things. Like yeah. that. And, the, and the thing is, that iOS 15 has only just come out. There's going to be other things as well out yeah. there that we're going to find. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's, yeah. yeah. And go, going back to the lightning port as well, um, what, what's going to happen when 
like from a forensics perspective when the lightning port goes. I know. No port. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, it, it's going to go. Apple will get rid of it. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. be wireless charging and all that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just really... I'm sure people have got plans. I'm sure there's something that's being developed. Yeah. I'm sure there's kind of future-proofing forensics. <clears throat> and there's going to be a way to get the data off of those yeah. devices because they've got to be able to put it on and pull it off, off. from a but yeah, customer's perspective. And we spoke about it before, didn't we, whether yeah. or not it's just going to be requests going into the big, the yeah. big tech companies. Yeah. Um, whether actually seizing the devices is going to be even, even relevant, even relevant yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> might, it might be that we don't seize anything anymore. Yeah. It might just be all remote. Um, but there we go. Yeah. Yeah. As, as an exhibits officer on a warrant, yeah. that made me quite happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> got, got anything from my book, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> okay. Email address and login. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that all day long, all day long. Um, yeah, is that, is that it for our industry that news? That is it for industry news. Wow. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I guess we should probably move on to our topic, our discussion yeah. topic. Um, so I'm going to kickstart the discussion topic by saying we've got another link you're going to put into the description. Um, and once again, it's from DFIR Science. It's almost yeah. like we've been stalking Joshua this this last week. It is, yeah. yeah. I promise you, Joshua. We're yeah, we'll leave you alone. You. <laughs> <laughs> we're not picking on you. Um, just appreciate your work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he's actually just he's put a blog post out there um, from a. It was a question that was raised by a, a student um, about job opportunities and digital forensics yeah. and kind of we started. This got Adam and I thinking like, well, actually, yeah, kind of what's it like getting into this industry, breaking into it these days? I mean, we've been in it for a few years now. Yeah. But if you're brand new, you're just coming out of university. What's what are the experiences that you're going to need? What are you going to kind of look for? Yeah. Kind of what specialisms, what qualifications, kind of how do you kind of have that route in? Yeah. Um, and we just wanted to talk about what it's like to be in the industry, our experience of being in the industry, but also kind of really highlight the importance of being aware of things like, well, as we mentioned, mental health, health. and kind of your well, your well-being while doing this work because it is a very challenging industry to work within. Yeah, it it is um and some of the image and sort of video files that you're going to see in mm. your career I, I remember before i joined the friends at unit i remember the the supervisor the ds at the time said mm. to me you cannot sit here today and tell me you will have no issue with viewing what you will view yeah. he said it's one of those things that you, you have to try at first which is horrible because you could potentially subject yourself to something that you're never going to forget and unsee. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and everyone reacts differently to yeah. it as well. Whereas some people will be able to deal with it really well. Um, others might struggle with it. And yeah. it's no, it's nothing bad on them. It's not saying no. that they're kind of weak or kind of, you know, they're, they're bad at the job or anything like that. It's just all our minds work yeah. differently, don't they? All the, you know, our bodies work and differently. I should link to an article that I read from the Internet Watch Foundation. Mm. Um, and it was from some of that and clearly all all their viewing all day every day is horrific stuff mm. and they did a piece and they randomised the names but there was some sort of saying that one of them when he leaves work gets on his motorbike and it's a half an hour journey home mm. and he knows that that time is his time to switch off and yeah. leave it at work 
hopefully like pay attention not like totally yes, switch yeah. off because like motorbikes you know yeah. <laughs> I, I forget about that we have to put these disclaimers in <laughs> yes. yes always pay attention when operating a motor vehicle <laughs> operating heavy machinery <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> switch off from work yeah don't DFIR and yeah. he- operate heavy machinery <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a bad mix um, but yeah because I mean, the I mean, we, we've t- we talked about it really early on in the in the podcast series, didn't we, about um, imposter syndrome yeah. and things like that, and that's all kind of linked to mental health and, yeah. and kind of people's anxieties and their concerns and fears. Um, and but I think because the industry is it's still maturing, it's still a maturing yeah. discipline. Um, we've only really recently, in the last kind of few years, been recognised as a forensic science. Yeah. Um, so there are some that would actually still argue that we're not a forensic mm. science, which. Yeah, I, I believe we are, but it, we're still a maturing industry, yeah. and and so those specialisms are still developing. Um, generalists exist, like yeah. I would consider myself a generalist. I'm yeah. not a specialist in anything, um, but it just means that there's so many very very challenging, unique, exciting, but difficult areas to get into that I do not know anywhere near enough about. No. I'll put my hand up and say I don't know enough about, mm. um, or not, maybe not not that I don't know enough about, but I don't I don't feel confident yeah. with the with the the amount of material that's out there. And I read some of the articles that people post. I read some of the papers that are out there, and I just think, wow, these people are really really smart. Yeah. They're really clever. I wish I was that clever. But then I start panicking and freaking out, thinking, oh, why don't I know this? Why yeah. can't I do this? And then I start getting the imposter syndrome, yeah. the anxiety, yeah. and then. You know, I just kind of end up working myself too much and doing too many hours because yeah. I'm worried that I don't know enough. Yeah, um, and and that's probably because you're in that generalist field that mm. you like to stay abreast of the entire industry rather yeah. than just specialise in one area. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's something that sort of with the article from DFIR Science, that's what they're sort of recommending is what's going to make you happy. Yeah. Because that's the most important part. Exactly. Exactly. And and. And don't worry if there's areas of the, the industry that don't that you don't know, yeah. or you don't get, or you you were kind of reading it. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. There's no shame in that. No. Um, and the community is so like we were talking about tips for getting a job, getting into the industry. I was on Discord this morning, hmm. and there's a whole chat thread about people getting into the industry, and, and you know, regular contributors on Discord hmm. offering help, assistance, mentoring. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely, and and. I think because with uh, especially people coming out of college and university and things like that, if, whether or not they've done digital forensics specifically, or whether they've done yeah. more of a generic computing degree, or maybe even they're coming into it fresh and yeah. kind of have nothing behind them, there's there's lots of different pathways that people can go down um, to get into the, this industry. But there's there is so I think sometimes there's almost too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you become, you become overwhelmed, overwhelmed before yeah. you've even started. Yeah. So so there's. I think um, start small, yeah. start focused, kind of get the basics and understand the fundamentals. Um, and I, I think what's really important, which which I really try to promote, particularly in the courses and the classes that I teach, is trying to get people to appreciate, and we talked about it actually with, with Briggs the other week, um, but get people to appreciate the fundamentals of how things work, yeah. not just learn what tools do. Yeah. Um, or how they work. So become an un- become someone who understands what it is that the tools are actually doing and use the tools to automate and speed up your processes. Yeah. 
but be in a position where you can understand what is actually going on and why you're using the tools and what it is that they're doing. So that when you stand up in that box, because ultimately it's you know, kind of going to court or writing a report, you need to be able to explain what's going yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we've said it many times before, and, and that's why I love Ian Whiffen's posts, mm. because that is the level of detail that I think you should understand yep. before you present in court. Yes. Because you're potentially taking away somebody's liberty or you're proving someone's innocent. So you, you have to have tested that out and not rely on the tool. Yes. So, because you'll have a lot more confidence standing given that evidence. Yeah, yeah. that's it. And I think if you, if you put the effort in to understand those fundamentals and those basics, even if you're not familiar with the tool, if you understand the fundamentals, you'll, it also helps from that mental health perspective with the imposter syndrome, with yeah. making you feel like, oh, actually, no, I, I do know what understand, about. Yeah. I understand this. Um, and even if there's an area which someone else has researched and you're reading one of those posts or you're reading a paper... Yeah. If you understand the basics, then even though you, you might not be familiar with the material that has been written, you'd be able to follow it. Yeah. And you'd be able to kind of look at it and kind of, oh, I understand that. Okay, yeah, no, oh, right, so we're opening an SQLite database. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're passing that. Oh, yeah, those are GUIDs. They're created yeah. from this or whatever. Um, and then that lends into our favorite friend, ISO 17025, doesn't yes. it? It allows you to do your validation. It does. It does. And even if you're not necessarily doing ISO 17025 or with the 170 series yeah. of things um, I think it, it's important to have some some form of validation and verification process yeah. some some standard that you want to try and adhere to to be able to stand up and say yes we've got robust yeah. testable repeatable processes yeah. and methods and, uh, and I think with um, sort of what we discussed on the last episode with coding and things like that, that y your tools are not always going to support all of the applications that are relevant to your investigation. Yeah. Um, you know, Phil and I quickly just spoke about I iOS notes. Mm -hmm. How do you know that subjects are using standard messaging? How they could be using a weird game. Yeah, absolutely. So having the capability to know where to look and run those sort of really deep index searches mm -hmm. are going to prove beneficial, so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that's what I enjoy, is solving puzzles. Yes. Without the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the problem solving, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, but instead of like a really nice pretty picture, it's all code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mess. Yeah. Nonsense. But that's why I think tools like that, Frida tool, um, yeah. to be able to use those to like reverse engineer, understanding SQLite databases yeah. so that you can kind of deep dive, um, understanding basic structures, yeah. you know, like a lot of web apps we would talk about. There's standard web kits where you actually look in and actually the application will have a standardized folder structure that is from a standardized web kit yeah. that someone's taken to write a new app. Yeah. Understanding those is great because you can look in and go, oh, this is that, that type of app. Oh, yeah. this is a Chrome-based web app. You know, and, and then you know where to look. Yeah. And what, what Which will have a level DB. Exactly. Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think Alex did a script for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I was as smart as Alex. Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I really wish I was. Um, but yeah, it's. I think. So so, what? One of the things that I really want to talk about, and I know you're the same, um, is is kind of making sure that people aren't afraid to admit or put their hand up and say, "I don't know." Yeah. So I'm, I'm not aware of this, which is why things like the the Discord server and and the community is fantastic because. Everyone is so accepting, I think, and understanding. Yeah. And 
we all appreciate that we can't know everything. No, of course you can't. And never will. Um, so even if something seems really obvious to you, it might have just never come across somebody's desk before or might never have been able to deal with it. So being able to kind of be there to answer those questions yeah. for people and they say, oh, has anyone encountered this or has anyone found this or how do you do that? Yeah. Um, it's just invaluable, invaluable yeah. kind of lessons to be learned. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've done it many times when teaching as well. Like people ask a question and I won't try and... No. talk nonsense at them I'll turn around and be like well actually I have no idea yeah, <laughs> I don't good, good, a good question <laughs> a good question I'll find out um, yeah exactly and I'll find <clears> out yeah. for you I'll quickly ring Alex yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll mess, message Alex or Mrs Sarah or someone yeah. <laughs> how does this work um, so uh, so yeah don't don't be afraid if if to, to say you don't understand or say you don't know if, and I think it's important just to kind of to not be scared to reach out yeah that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. I'm, I'm talking around myself. <laughs> no, and, and one thing I know a lot of people in the industry always advise people to do is if you've done some research and you've reverse engineered now, put a blog up about it. Yeah. Share it. Yeah, share it. It's. I mean, the, the, the way that the industry goes and the way things update and change so frequently anyway, it's probably yeah. going to be out of date in six months. But that's okay because yeah. that's six months that we, we can do stuff. Exactly, but just um, remember to show your work. Yes, show your work. Pretend it's a maths test. Otherwise, you'll get C minus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, don't. If it, I mean, I'm a. I mean, I don't want to tell people what to do. You can do what you like. If you've reverse engineered something, you want to keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Self. But um, I would encourage you to share. Yeah. Encourage you to push it out to the community. Um, obviously, unless it's some kind of proprietary secret, then. Then yeah, you probably should keep that yeah, to probably should keep that to yourself. Yeah. We've kind of like not allowed to disclose it. Like, yeah, you know, kind of fired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't go losing your job. <laughs> Don't lose your job about it. But no. Adam and Phil told me to share it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All this proprietary uh, code, yeah. closed source application. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so so, kind of share. You be, be kind of use the community to to kind of yeah. have be be some uh, the rock. Or yeah. you know, somewhere a shoulder to lean on, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the other thing uh, with, in relation to our mental health kind of thoughts as well. I mean, I'll, I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brave. Yeah, I'm gonna be putting it out there that I'm not okay, and it's okay, and yeah. I genuinely mean that. Um, I'm, I've I've suffered with mental health challenges with. Um, this industry and the work we've done and a lot of the abuse cases and all that kind of and stuff. pressure. Pressure, um, kind of anxiety and, and because kind of it, yeah, syndrome. It's, it's I, I still actually do therapy now. I still, yeah. I have a therapist. I, I, I seek mental health support. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're working for law enforcement, no. you have pressure for, am I doing this person a disservice? Yeah. Or you could work in the private industry and have financial and people's livelihoods pressure so yeah. I think anything in this industry has a lot of pressure a sort of related pressure. to it um, and I know Phil and I both spoke about this and in our previous roles I was telling Phil they we used to have mandatory counselling mm. every six months we'd have to have a 45 minute mandatory counselling session which you didn't know if you needed you literally turned up spoke at someone for 45 minutes yeah. had a cup of tea and a biscuit, if you were lucky, mm -hmm. and left, and you did it again in six months' time. And 
that was then taken away because of cutbacks. Yeah. And then you had to self-refer. Well, to me, how do you know you need to refer until it's too late? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I mean, in, 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 yeah, my old, my old force, um, I don't know what the situation is now. I'm hoping that they've changed yeah. it and they've, they've improved with things. But um, I used to get very frustrated as a manager when, when I'd, I'd felt like there wasn't the support from the occupational health. Yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily their fault because obviously they had budget cuts yeah. and challenges and things as well. But all I wanted was my staff to be supported. But all they got was once a year they had a, a self fill in questionnaire, yeah. which was then reviewed by occupational health to see whether or not they needed mm-hmm. support. But people either filled it in purposely badly to see what would happen and usually nothing would happen anyway um, which is worrying law enforcement testing the boundaries yeah which is very worrying though Um, uh, or or they knew which boxes to tick to make sure that no one spoke to them because they didn't want to talk about it Um, which was no good I don't think and and, you know it was only uh, for me my personal experience only after I kind of came out of the job um, realised kind of that I was struggling yeah. with things, um, and you know I, I'd had some therapy while I was in the job, uh, which was good. But then I carried it on after I left because I realised just how helpful it was yeah. to be able to actually sit down and talk about some of the things and kind of and, and start working through some of the the things that were challenging me. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I I I, I mean. I'm not. I'm not kind of looking for any sympathy or anything like that by admitting to any of this. But I'm just trying to encourage people to say, look, if in this industry, whether you're new to it or whether you're you've been in it for a long time, don't be afraid to seek out help, uh, seek out support, yeah. chat to somebody. I'm a I'm a big advocate for for kind of people not just saying, oh, how are you doing, and saying, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, which like, is a very British. It's thing. a very British thing. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I'm fine, um, or I'm okay. When actually you're not and and I've kind of got into the habit now of asking people if they're okay twice yeah and usually on the second time if they're they'll not, actually open. they'll actually open yeah. up and are yeah. and or they'll pause and be like mm, and you're like okay let's have a chat let's go grab, yeah. grab a cup of tea let's have a coffee let's whatever and 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 talk about stuff and then be there to support one another because it's really really challenging and you it might is. not necessarily be dealing with CSAM you might not necessarily be dealing with disturbing material mm. but the industry itself is tough yeah, it is tough. <laughs> and it's it, okay to not be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and my wife shared um, a campaign with me, which is run by a lady called Alice Hendy. Mm. Um, and she started a charity called Ripple. Mm. Um, and we'll send some links to it, but basically it's suicide prevention. So yes. Alice's yeah. brother took his own life Yes, um, in November 20. So Alice previously worked cybersecurity, so decided to start up Ripple with the help of some very generous people. Yes. Um, and basically, it's an extension for a browser mm. um, because it later transpired that her brother had been searching on the internet for ways to commit suicide. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what Ripple does is it then will divert those searches to resources for online help, which I think yeah. is a great idea. Yeah, and it kind of flags up and kind of says, oh, we notice that you're searching for this. Yeah. Here's some support, here's some links, yeah. here's, here's where you can kind of... You, and, and it gives a very positive message and says, yeah. look, look, 
there's we're here for you there's people who want to support you yeah. and um, it, I think it's free for individuals um, if you're a corporate business there is a charge but obviously you know development has got to take place yeah. and things need paying for um, but it is a charity so yes um, yeah, it's all set up as registered charity so yeah um, yeah so we, we did actually reach out to uh, Alice um, I don't think we've not had a chance to kind no. of hear back from her yet hoping that uh, we'll be able to kind of have a chat with her at some point and just kind of thank her really and, yeah. and kind of uh, for you know tragic circumstances admittedly for, for her um, but kind of turning that into a positive for others yeah. um, and supporting others with with such a great tool so um, what we're going to do actually with the uh, in the description is we're going to put uh, some links in there in case this is you know of, of interest or relevance to anybody or if you want to share it with anybody else who you know might might need yeah. it or w w it would be uh, helpful um, for them to use uh, we'll put a link in there for the for the ripple site um, and we're gonna we've, we've actually kind of looked uh, for the UK side of things we've got the NHS um, got some bits on there as well for that we're gonna kind of share yeah and to kind of any support and things like that so um, but it, it, equally if anyone's got any um, any other kind of support sites or kind of good kind of tools or, or kind of anything that they want or, kind of yeah or, or tips yeah the, the way they manage to switch off not more driving that's yeah um, and please, relax please yeah. do share it with us um, and we'll we'll include yeah. some of those bits and and um, maybe even kind of come back and talk about it uh, yeah. later today as well so because it's it's something that Adam and I feel very very passionately yeah. about um, and a, a particularly for those people um, just getting into the industry you might be quite young and yeah. kind of you know don't want to maybe maybe not wanting to admit that they're struggling with things yeah um, just just so that you know you know it it's okay yeah. <laughs> you know talk to us talk to people talk to colleagues talk to friends talk to family um, and 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 don't worry we're deep down we're all struggling yeah. a little bit and we yeah. just need a little bit of support now and again yeah so um, yeah I mean, I mean, didn't want to get into too much of a heavy. No, but it's an important topic, um, yeah. especially like you said at the, the opening of of this. It's that time of year where evenings are drawing in. Mm -hmm. um, it's a time for you know Christmas and things like that. People can get down. Yeah, um, it can be a very happy time of year for a lot of people, but it's also a very difficult time of year yeah. for, for others. And um, yeah, so we just wanted to really kind of reach out and kind of say that. You know, here's but, some here's some resources. Yeah, uh, but if you've got suggestions, um, reach to us on email, and our email address is. Oh God, <laughs> we'll put a link to that. <laughs> is it, it podcast.ctf at gmail .com? We'll put a link to it. We'll put a link to it, um, or or send us a message on Twitter. I know there's things like DFIR Fit yeah, that's um, promoted and stuff, which yeah. can help mental health. Um, I'm going to look it up. It's po podcast.ctf at gmail .com. There, there we go. go. So yeah, reach out to us and um, anything that you want to share, we'll share on our platform. So yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. So um, so yeah, and, and and if you've got any any queries or questions, or if there's anything that we can help you with, yeah, yeah just reach, reach out, out um, and we'll do we'll do what we can. Um, but yeah, I think <clears throat> on that note, shall we kind of end our topic discussion? Yeah, and bring it to a close. We'll kind of draw a line on that one. Yeah. Um, hopefully you found it interesting and yeah. you know maybe maybe useful um, please feel free to give us any feedback yeah. <laughs> um, and please hopefully it wasn't too heavy and you'll still tune in next time yeah 
because our, our guest is awesome next yeah. time and it won't just be us talking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll be someone uh, someone actually interesting uh, yeah. talking um, if only we could have supplied people with a nice coffee and a biscuit yes would, yeah yeah <laughs> hopefully you've got one yes absolutely if we get invited to an event yeah we could actually have a coffee and a biscuit we could do yeah yeah or or a cocktail if it's objective by the sea yeah 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 <laughs> why not hint hint <clears throat> yeah um yeah please invite us to something yeah definitely um, stickers would be involved yeah there would, yeah. There would definitely be stickers definitely yeah. be stickers. maybe even mugs get t-shirts we, we could do we go full branding Come well on. I do still want to get so the meme from Briggs last time <laughs> it, hopefully people have seen this um, but we should have said this so Kevin Pagano has made it into a t-shirt yes and I salute you sir it's brilliant however the shipping charges to the UK are absolutely horrendous they are awful <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we need to find a UK one, really. We do, we do. Or if uh, if we do get invited to do a show over in the US, <coughs> hint, hint, uh, then we could pick some up while we're there. We could do, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could be a UK supplier yeah. of the shirt, couldn't we? Yeah, Maybe. we certainly could do. But um, totally unrelated. Before we move on to the next section, so <laughs> Mr. Hickman, our good friend, has a habit of when we normally record these podcasts yep. is tomorrow he'll drop a really big blog post or something like yep. that yep. so he has impeccable timing he does so I was waiting to send the stickers over to our guests who had on from overseas <laughs> and I'd emailed Josh asking for his address and I gave it for four days and I know Josh is a busy man um, and I thought no I'm going to have to get these other stickers sent out so I went to the local post office got them shipped out to the United States and I literally had sat at my desk for half an hour on my return. And who emailed me? <laughs> Mr. Hickman. <laughs> With an address. Yeah. But yours have been posted now as well, Josh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, bless him. He, he will literally release a, pod, uh, a, a blog post tomorrow, won't he? Yeah, he will be. Yeah, yeah I guarantee it. Yeah. So um, today is November... 10th? November 10th. So if Josh releases one... I'll give him, yeah, in the next yeah. couple of days, then... Thanks, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> please, please note the bitterness in that. <laughs> I don't mean it. No. I don't mean it. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> on that note, before we get into um, get into trouble, um, yeah, let's move on to the uh, forensic folk folk part. Faux pas time. Best time. Best time. Uh, so, Forensic Faux Pas, for, for anyone who is new to the show, hasn't listened to any episodes before, the Forensic Faux Pas is our little fun snippet at the end of the show, we've got at the end of all of our shows, um, where we usually ask our guest, this time we've got some uh, stories kind of written into us, but we usually ask a guest to uh, reveal something that it's has gone a little bit wrong. A little bit wrong, a little bit yeah. awry um, in the forensic work or world in some way. Um, usually, like Briggs last week, explaining how he had imaged his hard drive, yeah. common kind of common issue that we do see. Um, 
and we have had like I say some people write in with some of their own faux pas so we're going to use this opportunity to read a couple of those out so um, it's almost like confessions, isn't it? it so, is. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to improve my editing skills. You need to get, get some, some music, yeah. music in the background. Yeah. Kind of like, so, um, so I'm not going to be naming any names. No. Um, but thank you to those who have written in and revealed these. Uh, one is a little bit longer than the other one. Um, so yeah, and we, we probably, maybe if you contribute and your faux pas gets spread out, we probably should give a sticker. Maybe yeah. we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. I'm don't, just getting a bit no problem carried away now. Yeah, don't, yeah. no, don't. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm the mean one. <laughs> yeah. you, you did pay for them, so <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so faux pas number one. One. So this is from uh, someone who's. Uh, working in a UK police force. Both of them are UK police forces, actually. Um, This one. So, UK police force. um, And they have admitted a little bit of a a mistake. Yes. In their work. So, I will read this out (laughs) word for word as it has been sent to us. My hiccup occurred when I was fairly new to the field of digital forensics. And I must have been only 17 or 18 at the time. Though age is no excuse for stupidity, especially (laughs) as on several other occasions, it nearly cost me a trip to the hospital. After not removing the mains power from rather dubious-looking computers, they had my hands in and received a significant belt from the PSU. (laughs) In fact, I'm sure it trips the fuse box on one occasion (laughs) in the police station. (laughs) Good work. However, this stupidity, I tell you, uh, tell you of relates to an ignorance towards lithium batteries. Yeah. And there's probably some people rolling their eyes now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they always used to swell up, didn't they? They did, yeah. yeah bat- the good old battery swell. I'm going to move this here. Before the department used a hard drive crusher, we used to use a pillar drill to decommission <laughs> forfeit exhibits. <laughs> you can see where this is going, can't you? I had been assigned to property destruction that this particular day. Not an uncommon task for those being initiated into the department. And after rummaging around in the pile, I found myself aligning an early Arcos tablet under a steel drill bit. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> after several seconds of boring a hole through this thing, smoke billows from it. Which, in hindsight, is no surprise. (laughs) After suddenly asking my boss what I should do with this, the advice I was rapidly given was, put it outside. Good advice. (laughs) Very good advice. Now, for reasons unknown to me, it appears I interpreted this advice rather literally and proceeded to leave it in the main corridor of the building, which was outside of the lab. was outside. (laughs) It should come as no surprise that several minutes later the corridor was full of smoke and several other departments were knocking at the door to inquire what what lunacy this was. My boss did shortly clarify he meant outside of the building. (laughs) Should have said. (laughs) Why would you drill into a tablet? (laughs) it probably looked a bit more interesting than just set a hard drive maybe 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 (laughs) 
Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, we like that one. We do like that yeah. one. So, um, yeah, the, the person who submitted that to us, they, they did actually say that I think they didn't mind us revealing who yeah. it was, but I've decided... No, we will keep that one. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, because like, uh, you, you'd probably end up being inundated with Arctos tablets being sent to you as a joke. You would, you would. <laughs> if I find one, I am, I am sending them one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, note to all: um, if you if you're going to dispose of any uh, tablets or phones, don't drill into them. No, it's not a good idea. No. <laughs> I mean, unless you want smoke billowing yeah. out in front of it. Who knows? Um, it's almost as bad as, as my um, uh, IR station when I was doing the chip yes, off with yeah. my cardboard shield. Was, yeah, what possibly could go wrong with cardboard? cardboard shield? <laughs> hey, it was, I had to make do, you know. Yeah. Budget was tight. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we do. We always find what's around us and make it resourceful. We do, yeah. we do. Um, <laughs> Just ask my wife when I use all our items from the kitchen <laughs> for paint filler everything yeah yeah um, <laughs> right now for part number two much shorter this one um but i imagine there's probably a few who can actually relate to this yeah so um yeah in fact i don't think that the person who this involves actually is aware that we have this story <laughs> it was sent to us by their colleague <laughs> even better <laughs> So if they're listening to this um, and they go, wait, that's me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody stitched you up. Yep. So uh, again, we're not going to name names. I no. know who this was, um, but I'm not going to say. No, I'm not going to say. So um, another UK police force. Um, so, and this actually starts <laughs> for the person who wrote in. In an unnamed police organisation, a member of staff, whom I do know, um, and I might reveal after a few beers for, for, for an event. Who knows? Um, a member of staff tried to validate their machine with a test mobile phone for the purposes of ISO 17025. Yeah. However, much to the horror of all, they subsequently somehow, <laughs> and even I don't understand how they've done this no. accidentally, and I and I can tell you actually, I can tell you, I'm aware that this person was following a step by step guide. <laughs> <laughs> and so How this, then? So this was nowhere in the guide. Yeah. I guarantee you. Subsequently, somehow managed to inadvertently encrypt said med mobile phone with an unknown password during oh. the validation process. <laughs> but they did it without realizing they'd done they did. it. And now, well, after they turned off the phone, rebooting it, they that's clever. <laughs> they can't get into it because they don't know what the password is. So their organisation has now had to go and buy a new phone because it's a phone that cannot be brute forced or bypassed. I hope that device is framed and hung above their desk. But maybe they've drilled through it. Who knows? <laughs> 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 maybe they're linked the, yeah. the two faux pas are linked they're, they're not actually but you know yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, so yeah uh, words to the wise when you're using test devices don't encrypt them with passwords yeah. that you don't know and actually read the steps the follow yeah, that's quite them. sound advice I mean I don't know how you can do it no I mean there's a lot of menu options yeah. you have to go through to get to that point yeah. they're, they're, they're probably similar to the to the monkey and friends when they turn the TV to Spanish Maybe, yeah. maybe. 
Maybe. Was it Marcel? <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. well. So, yeah. Um, so, don't, so, don't drill through mobile devices. Nope. Li- well, lithium batteries. Lithium batteries, yeah. yeah. And don't encrypt your test device. <laughs> or a suspect device. No. <laughs> don't do that either. <laughs> And if you, if you want to test whether or not you can brute force or bypass something, write down the password first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we love these. People we do. We do. Yeah. Um, thank you very much uh, to, to the, those who sent those in. Uh, we, do, we do like them. We do appreciate them. Um, please keep them coming in. Um, we've got some more, I think, on the way. Yeah. Um, which is great. We love we love hearing your stories, um, and we will anonymize them. And uh, yeah, I, I will try not to admit who they are. Yeah, and we'll try not to laugh too much. Well, no, we will. Yeah, we will definitely laugh a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you ever so much, guys. Um, hope you've enjoyed uh, episode seven of yeah. Chewing the Fat. I got it right that time. You did. Um, <laughs> like we said, episode eight, we are going to have a guest. Um, it was just. Crazy short notice um, for us at the moment, trying to align up in the US as Thanksgiving as well. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so we decided we'll just go old school and yeah. just the two of us again. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but, yeah, episode eight, we'll have a guest. Um, We're looking forward to that. Very good guest. Another big name in the industry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, watch this space. Um, and if you've got any, as always, any questions, queries, thoughts, feedback, uh, anything you want us to include in the next episode, um, any cool stories or links or tools, and whatever. the best part, get submitting your art. Yes. Remember, the best picture is going to win the laptop stick. Yes, yes. Send in your best artwork yeah. to us. Um, yeah, and, Twitter and, is probably the best place. And then, then we can create a Twitter poll. Yes, uh, yeah. we will do a Twitter poll, and uh, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> and we promise, we'll, after we've recorded today, we'll get the post that Martin did. Yes, he did quite a good job. He did a good. He yeah. did a good job. He did a much better job than I would have been able yeah. to do. So, um, I mean, I was only able to draw our artwork because I used a fancy tool that had the characters that I could create. So, yeah, that um, helps. That does help. But yeah, yeah um, I, re- I really want to see some of these yeah. entries. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be like Briggs's meme. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, yeah. yeah, if we can put it on a t shirt or a sticker, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps we could even get it made into proper stickers. Maybe we could. Yeah. Oh, get a sticker collection. Yeah. Then we get a sticker book. Yeah. And you can fill up the book. Bu- oh, I don't know. I'm going, I'm, yeah, I'm getting yeah. excited now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to stop talking. Um, that's us again. Thank you ever so much. Um, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you all. Cheers. <laughs>